Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre hey. Podcast. My name is Mark. That huge voice you just heard is Miles. Hello, Miles. Hey, what's up? Uh, we're also joined by Jackie. Hello, Jackie. Hi. Uh, how's everyone feeling? Why don't we all say a color on three to get a vibe on our vibes? Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Red. Oh, twins. Oh. I'm the odd man out. I'll see you guys. I got to go. <laughs> Maybe me and Jackie felt uh, the same way about this show. This is a podcast about mm. vibes and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV anime from David Production that started in 2012. But I is it 2012 in the US? Who cares? Moving on. Uh, the thing is, we caught up on JoJo. We've seen all of it. So if you're here on this episode, which may or may not be the most recent episode of this podcast, uh, you got to go back to at least April of last year, because uh, that is when we finished watching Stone Ocean. So we've seen all of JoJo, all the OVAs, some of the live action stuff even. And we will watch, uh, if they do part seven, we'll watch that shit. But uh, right now we're watching other anime that uh, people have recommended or we've read about in some magazine, <laughs> if you've heard of those. Uh, and anime that are sponsored by our Patreon supporters. And that is why this week we are going to be talking about Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. A weird order of words. But basically Gundam 2. Uh, episodes 1 through 3. But before we get into that, we need to first check in with our colony Green Email. Hmm was better in my head. We need to read emails that uh, some listeners have sent to us. You can also be on the podcast if you write to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. There's no apostrophe in there. I wonder if people have tried to write to us with an apostrophe in the email. That would be funny. Ha 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 ha. Jackie, do you want to read this one from, from Christian, the patron? Christian the Patron. <clears throat> this email is from Christian. Subject line, you're telling me a mobile suit zated this Gundam? Hello, everyone. Super excited for you guys to talk about one of the most important mecha anime of the 80s. Zeta may just have my favorite Gundam protagonist, the fascist punching gremlin Camille Biden. Is it Biden? I hope it's Biden. <laughs> is it B- Biden? I'm pretty sure they say Bidan, but... Biden? I don't know. This B-dan? is the lost third Joe Biden child. <laughs> tragic Camille. family. Really? Bidan. Uh, the show does a great job with his character arc, and by the end, I was really stunned what happened, that I had to take a breather after watching. It really is one of the shows that gave... Yoshiyuki Tomino, the nickname Kill'emall Tomino. The series also had a compilation movie trilogy that was made in the early 2000s with some new digi-paint animation and a new ending, which is bad. No one, including me, recommends them as a replacement for the show. Well, that's all for now. Bye, Christian. P.S. Every time I look down at my feet, I see the galaxy. Does that mean I'm a new type? Yeah, that does. Yes. You're a new type. Congrats, Christian. 
Haven't you stood in a field or in your spaceship and said, is that Amuro Ray? <laughs> Why isn't my nickname Kill em All Ma? You need to write more stuff where you kill your characters. All right. That's pretty obvious, I think. Yeah, you're right. It was you write, you write about question. insurance. You write about insurance. You're not killing anyone in, in those. Yeah, you're like, you should have insurance before you're all killed. That's true. Ma. That could be you. Okay. Um, Insure them all, Ma. Yeah. I'd like to be thrill them all, DeVries, you know? That's good stuff. I got to design roller coasters or something. Anyway. Play roller coaster tycoon. I there's no way I'd be good enough at that game that people would give me a nickname. I'm sure there's like speedrunners that instantly <laughs> I don't even know what the end game for Roller Coaster Tycoon looks like. Is it you charge the most people to go to the bathroom? Yeah, maybe. Have I you always seen, liked have you to uh launch people off of the roller coaster. Oh yeah. We all liked that. I think my son is gonna be one of those people. This whole weekend he's just been setting up various train crashes. His, I like him. His set of tracks. <laughs> you should uh, show him old timey footage of trains crashing. Okay. And then say, "Is this funny?" <laughs> you like that? <laughs> uh, thanks for sponsoring this episode, and thanks for writing, Christian. This next email is from Chad. Subject line is: Do you think they call this Zed Gundam in England? Aloha, JJB Pod Ohana. Let's take a look at the JoJo voice connections for Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. Shiny new main character Camille Bidan is voiced by Nobuo Tobita, who also voiced the TV version of Part 1 Hamon Master and Evil Vampire in Part 2 Straits. Arch rival to the new main character Jerid Mesa is voiced by Kazuhiko Inoue, who also voiced Part 2 Pillarman Cars. Oh, wow. Dated plot device and mother of the main character Hilda Bidan is voiced by Gara Takashima, who doesn't have a JoJo voice role, but is married to Ginga Banjo, who voiced the TV version of Part 3's enemy stand user Daniel Darby. I think, is Daniel the Pokemon and Terrence Trent is the fucking video game dork? I like how Chad really looks for the connections, where he even goes like, another degree of separation and looks at their spouses. <laughs> well, it is always fun when the VAs are married, but they have yeah. so many VAs over there that it's probably impossible not to shit where you eat in that mm. industry. And if you're a man and a woman, it's like you're probably not going to compete for the same part. Maybe same-sex couples have to deal with that. Oh, no. Mm. You got to date outside your genre. <laughs> That's it. Moving on with the email. Uh, I'm just going to... This is the first time we've had to say this out loud. I'm just going to say Ayug. Commander Henken Henken Beckoner. Henken Beckoner. Henken Beckoner. You know, I haven't been calling her, but Henken Beckoner. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> is voiced by Juro Takoski, who voiced who also voiced both OVA versions of Part 3, Jojo, Jotaro Kujo, and the 2000 OVA version of Part 1, Jojo, Jonathan Joestar. Wait a minute. The 2000 OVA version of I don't know they show Jonathan in part one, but I guess it makes sense. Okay. Well, I hope that everyone is doing well and staying safe. Mahalo, Chad. I feel like the folks responsible for coming up with most of the character names in Gundam shows were using whatever folks ended up using to make the baseball player names for fighting baseball on the Super <laughs> NES. MLBPP, what? MLBPA Baseball 94. 
on the Super Famicom. Uh, yeah, I think I've seen some of these and they're amazing. Like, let me see if I, is there any normal name in here? Glenn Allen Dixon is like close. Um, That's Glenn Allen Mixon. I like oh, you're right. Todd Bonzalez. This feels like when you first look at AI generated <laughs> art. Yeah, this is this is AI generated. These are like AI generated names. Sleeve McDykel. <laughs> Willie Dustis. I like a Mike Truck could be a real person. Mike Truck is a car that you love. <laughs> That's Mike Truck out there. It may not be fast or pretty, but it's good, mine. <laughs> Mike Hernandez is like if you like listen to that fast, you're like, oh. Yeah, Mike Hernandez. Carl Dandleton, that's kind of close. That's kind of close. Dwigt Rortugal is bad. That's really bad. Bobson Dugnut. Yeah, Bobson <laughs> Dugnut is nuts. So is shown fur coat. That's just like <laughs> your mother was shown a fur coat and she saw the price tag and ball. <coughs> um, yeah, and I also love... Uh, yeah, I don't know if this is better or worse than uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball that just took a bunch of like 1930s film stars and just made it all the baseball players. You yeah, can have like Lou Abbott and, or Lou Costello and Bud Abbott. One of them is from New Jersey. Yeah, I think Costello. Okay. The Italian. <laughs> Thanks for writing, everybody. Um, I... They might call this Zed Gundam in England. I think the opening song subtitles uses Zed. So, okay. oh, I forgot to listen I, to the opening song. No, it it uses Zeta. It. I thought they said Zed at the bottom at one point. Uh, no, I think it says Zeta. Okay. Um. Again, yeah. Just write to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail dot com if you want us to read stuff you wrote or. You know, if you don't want us to read it on the podcast, you can write, don't read it on the podcast. I just want everyone to know we're not like getting emails like that and then ignoring the wishes of the user and skipping that line. Mm -hmm. Everyone here has implicitly allowed us to read their emails. Let's move on. We've dilly-dallied and shilly-shallied enough. Uh, let's talk about Patreon, folks. If you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, you can support our little show. Uh, we have a few different tiers. We like to think we're very competitive. We're very affordable, sensibly priced. You can get access to our Patreon feed, which includes Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter, where he links to uh, all of the stuff that we reference on the show that is not the anime we're supposed to be talking about. There's also deleted moments from the main podcast feed that I put on Patreon, except for the stuff that's really bad, like when I read my social security number out loud. We always um, do that, by the way. I know. You shouldn't be uh, signing also... up for benefits on this podcast. <laughs> That's true. I yell loudly into my, my phone at the health insurance people while recording. And we also have, we don't recommend people keep this going as a monthly thing, but just for one month, if you pledge at the $15 level, we will do an episode of our podcast about your anime pick. That's why we've seen a lot of shows. That's why we've talked about a lot of shows that people want us to watch. And yeah, patreon.com slash jjbpod is how you make that happen. You can just sign up and turn it right off. You don't have to worry about getting charged accidentally or whatever. Uh, let's say some thank yous to people who pledge at the... What, what is this tier called? More help or help more? Uh... I think it's the help more 
level. Yeah, something brilliant. The help more or boss us around tier. So thank you, and Chad. Colin. Clit Rocket. Shungun. And I, homie. I love Jojo Woo Woo. Daniel. Dalton. Soliloquy. Kasoon. Lord Zendar. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Aura. Aura? Aura. I don't know. Aura feels better. Aura. <laughs> oh, okay. Kenny. Mirror Man. The stand user formerly known as Austin. Tim. Martin. Aquosis. Christian. And Chad. Chad. But but this is the real Chad. The real Chad. Yeah. I think we've talked about it, but I believe that it was supposed to be Chad and and Chad. I'm not sure what the and Chad person's joke was, but I appreciate it. Yeah, it's good stuff. No matter what it was. It's really good stuff. And we appreciate all of you for supporting our show. Kenny made me think, Patreon. when was the last time I watched, uh, what's that show? Mm-hmm. Simpsons? Kenny! South Park. South Park. It's been a while. Probably since college? I don't know. I stopped watching in middle school because my parents forbade me from watching it. And then I was like, that show's not that good. That's what I would tell people. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. No, but in middle school, I probably would have thought it was amazing. But I was like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's a choice I made. Anyway, Patreon, pretty good stuff. Yeah, patreon.com slash jjbpod. Uh, yeah, so folks, we watched the second Gundam TV show, Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. Why isn't it Gundam Zeta? I don't know. I'm sure someone's asked. Um, and for those who are aware of Gundam in general, um, this is another series that was directed by Tomino, the creator of Gundam. Many series are not done by him because he sort of liked that idea of just like, yeah, other people go make shit, do what you want with it. I don't want to be responsible every time. I want to be able to do my own things, my other projects. Um, as long as I get to sit in front of the cash machine, basically. Uh, That's what we should do with this podcast. Uh, you think we should license this out? Yeah, I think so. What would other would other shows be called? JoJo's Bizarre or any show that ends in podcast? Is that the right move? It would be. Hmm, that's a good question. I think it would be just the same thing. Just also people watching JoJo's and talking about it. Okay. Yeah, we'll 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 get a lawyer. Okay. And hopefully, the lawyer isn't like, well, your name. No one probably no one else is allowed to talk about JoJo's. No, I think they're allowed to. If they do, they have to pay us. Yes. I think we should get a cut, even if it's tiny. Just it's the principle. You know what? It's the interest of the matter. Hmm. Hey, oh, little finance humor. I can't hey, oh, my own joke, right? Okay. Moving on. So, yeah, this series uh, started in 1985. It ran for 50 episodes. I didn't look how many years that was, but probably a few. Tomino himself started developing it uh, in 1984, and it takes place, I think, seven years after the original. So, like, pretty much one-to-one. The original is the one-year war they were referring to, right? Right. Okay. Right, instead of 100 years war or whatever, it's just it's just one year. Uh, and so Zeon 
I'm sorry to spoil the first series, but Zeon is no more. Aww. Mm. The principality of Zeon is no guys. more. And now what you have is the Earth Federation has come up with like an elite group called the Titans that apparently there's like a one line where they state that all pilots must have been born on Earth. And I think they use the slur space noid for people who are not born okay, that's on what, Earth. That's what a space noid is. Okay. And I believe new types can only be space noids. Really? Because, yeah, I think new types are like the next level of evolution because mm. Tomino read once that like, what were you going to say? They're like evolved to live in space. So they have like an extra sensory, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's why they're so good in the Gundams. Something like that. But like, I forget what he said about after like, either it was just that like learning to sail and go between continents was like the next level of humanity or if he suggested that humans have like evolved to deal with seafaring. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think we got gills or something. Um, But yeah, so it's like a it's a pretty direct continuum, but it was like, yeah, the Earth Federation made the Titans who are like, this sort of fascist group um, of pilots. And then I don't know if they split, they didn't split off from Xeon, but I, so I don't know if they're, they were formerly just earth Federation military guys, but the anti Titan group, a A E U G one of the worst acronyms ever. uh, They formed because they hate the Titans. So, I think they both accuse each other of being worse than Zeon, which is funny. Um, the Titans seem pretty bad. They really do. They suck ass. And like the only uh, AUG so, guys we've seen are like the hot blonde man who's like yeah, a shark. Or the above. cool ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whose name is Chic Quattro. Is, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. No, his name is Quattro, though. His first Quattro name. is the... You're talking. You're making a reference to the um the four the razor. bladed razor. The razor, yeah. You just know that after like you had the three, like the Mach three, the three yeah. bladed razors. That every few years. But then there was a five. There was a. I don't think there was ever a six. That's crazy. The but five it, is really pushing it. But I just know that even the four, like some ad exec every year was like, we do the four bladed razor, and they're like, no idiot, you can't do that. No one cares past three. It doesn't matter. The five is ridiculous. I remember Mad TV had a sketch for the Mach Twenty. Oh my god! And it's funny. The animation shows like like layers of skin coming off. <laughs> like it just <laughs> it does all the hair and then it continues to slash your face. Good stuff. Yeah. Um. It's bloody. Anyway, yeah. Do you do you guys remember Quattro's last name? They don't say it in this volley of episodes. But I told you, Formaggi. I told you that's funny. <laughs> I told you guys at the end of the like our Gundam watch, uh, some of the other like best. If this was JoJo, his, names, his, if this was JoJo's, his name would be Quattro Formaggi. I yes, think you're right. Absolutely. <laughs> his full name is Quattro Bagina. Quattro Bagina. Where does that come no, from? No, Bagina. What is that? It's a weirdo pronouncing vagina, in my opinion. That's what it sounds like. That to sounds me. That's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. So I I choose to believe this pilot has four vaginas. <laughs> Um, ah, he's a new type. That's the new type. <laughs> he's the real new new <laughs> type. Uh, these are jokes that I'm sure people have made for decades, but oh, they still tickle us. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it came out in the spring 1985 season. The other like watched shows from like the English language website Anime News Network. So I don't know if these were actually very popular, but they're ones that people have seen. There's like a love triangle anime called Touch, which is great. It's just called Touch. Touch. And the third one is called Super Bestial Machine God Dan Cougar. Ooh, yeah. And I just, I love that. It sounds that, sexy. That really, Super Bestial Machine God. Yeah. Holy shit. Slow down. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't really have a lot of like full series analysis, but a lot of people say this is like one of the best Gundams. Okay. Which is interesting I because it feels know. so similar so far. Mm. And we're all sort of living in like, I was more impressed by Gundam 79 than you guys. But then we all watched a lot of Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Okay, you got to remind me. Which one was 79? Was that the first one we saw? The yeah, four I mean, watched movies the summary movies. Three movies. Just okay. felt like four movies. Yeah. Three movies where they just slammed together like eight episodes each time or whatever. Um, there's something... But with Legend... There's something like boring about it. And maybe it feels you can help a lot like the first why. one. Yeah. I'm already bored by Gundams period sorry to all the Gundam fans but you did this to me <laughs> you knew you knew how I felt and you did it anyway uh so I'm glad to hear someone else was bored by this because I can't tell if it's like me just my bias against Gundam shows because I don't care about when people get in robots for the most part yeah Jackie's if people get in like a car I don't like vehicles or vehicles we really narrowed it down that Jackie's brain shuts off and it's she's really like, like that's why I don't like a lot of action movies because like they get in a car and then I'm like whatever they're like ra- they're like running like whatever they're they're doing crazy tricks in cars or helicopters and I'm like whatever where are the people doing stuff if it's a big enough car that they can have a little society in it and have conversations, then Jackie's back <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. But it's a shame because sometimes you miss like good moments or good convos while they're fighting. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think a to a degree, I think it's it's trying to like show us that it's like the original but different, and they're trying to be like Camille Bidon's not a pussy, you know? He's not like Amuro Ray, and he defects. And stuff. He just punches everyone for no reason. He goes so nuts. far. Like he, you don't need to just like. Okay, I'm sorry that they named you a girl name. You don't have to like beat everyone up about it. Yeah. But I guess I guess uh, Josuke was like that too. No, you just had to not <laughs> talk about one thing. Yeah, people would talk about his hair, and he would beat you up about it. Yeah, I guess so, that's fair. It's but he, similar. He, this guy also just beats up people that really shouldn't beat up. Um, I guess, yeah, I guess Josuke just doesn't do it so many times in the first <laughs> few episodes. Um, but maybe we should go more into, okay, right off the bat, I, I like the opening. I like the ending. They do feel like sort of standard orchestral. Well, music. should we talk about the opening situation? Because like you may not have seen the opening miles, right? Did miles see yeah, it? Yeah, let me watch it right now. Well, I'm talking about what you see if you open up Crunchyroll and watch. You get an orchestral version. Okay. But the orchestral like visuals has subtitles on the bottom. Yeah, it's stupid. So if yes. you didn't know that and you watch this, you're like, what the fuck are these lyrics? Um, and even though the Japanese songs opening and ending, the first ones, were written by Neil Sedaka, an English-speaking 
I don't know, pop singer and songwriter. Uh, he didn't write the lyrics, and the lyrics are like pretty bad when they're English. I'm guessing that's why they took them out, is they were like, this sounds weird. But then they just didn't have, they couldn't get the unsubtitled fucking masters from the Japanese. So they just have replacement orchestral music that's like fine, and words on the bottom of the screen that sync to nothing. Miles is checking out the poppy opening. I think it's pretty good. It's pretty good, right? The ending is also very poppy and uplifting, which led to a very funny contrast because at the end of episode three, uh, the protagonist's mom is ejected into space and then it's like, or whatever. <laughs> it's like a really weird uh, good stuff difference. Yeah, good shit. Um, yeah, there's that video on YouTube that's called like original Zeta Gundam opening HD and the visuals are beautiful. They are. But the music sounds like shit. They compressed it into like nothingness. I don't know why it sounds like that. Um, and yeah, I think that the, I, I don't, I mean, we haven't really been watching anime of the early eighties or late seventies recently, so it's hard to remember, but I'm pretty sure this is several steps up from the original Gundam. I think the visuals here are really nice. Mm-hmm. I love their use of real light coming into the cells. This like semi watercolor style they do for when people are new typing. Um, a lot of really nice stuff. All right, and you but you can still see like the fucking natural wear and tear on the cells when they drag them. Like sometimes when a Gundam slides left to right, you see all this other particulate sliding. You like that stuff? I kind of like it. It shows like, this was real shit, man. They were dragging fucking plastic shit around. Mm. Yeah. Jackie, what happens? Man. If you don't want to go super into it, we don't have to. Oh, I wrote down that the intro was just robot noises. That's the first thing I write down because... (laughs) Because without the music, it's just like, pew, it's just like, pow, pow, like yeah, laser. It like feels shooting. like they replaced the pop music with an orchestra and the vocals were replaced by sound effects. <laughs> uh, the boy's name is Quattro. Yeah, so Quattro is the guy who is, he's like floating in space and he's. He's a, a pilot of some kind. Yeah, he wears so shades. We, so we meet him and then we meet a different boy with green hair named Camille. Um, and I don't remember what Amuro looks like. So this whole time I was like, is that fucking Amuro Ray? No, nah, he doesn't <laughs> look anything like Amuro. I don't remember. I was like, oh. Amuro's uh, Cam- a brunette. Okay. Uh, Camille skips class. He's uh, He skips practice. Okay. And he like runs out and like, uh, I forget. I don't know what he's running to. He's running to something. But then a girl, a girl. Okay. Well, then, then don't let me recap then if you have more. No, sorry. I just mean like, I remember some little things and I feel like things happen here. Yeah. He, I think you're skipping the go, go ahead, Miles. You got some kind of martial arts class. He runs out of it and then he runs into his commander and he's like, I'm not feeling well. And then this commander just fucking backhands him across the lawn and he just gets up and he's like sorry i'm not feeling well but like he doesn't respond to the backhand at all <laughs> because uh. slapping his back in a big way oh there's a lot Gundam, of slap. they would slap the shit out of each other and in this show i feel like tomino was like i need the audience to know <laughs> that a valid way of communicating is slapping and we're gonna do it a lot and it's we don't care so what you much think slapping. this is how people talk in space if you're born in space you believe that you must slap people once a day and it's just going to happen to you and you have to roll with it. But I also love that his commander slaps him for skipping. And then when uh, he gets up and runs, 
he fairly says he doesn't look sick. But it's like, wait, I thought he slapped him knowing it was an excuse. So it's like, wait, did you think he was sick? And you slapped, and you slapped him anyway to be like, I don't care, pussy. You got to go to practice anyway. And then he's like, wait a minute. He was lying to practice me. Practice for what? Uh, Spaceball? I don't know. He's okay. apparently like a prodigy at fighting in a mobile suit. So it looked like some kind of martial arts class where I guess you learn how to fight not in a mobile suit. Was it judo? Because I feel like they show people being thrown around, but I may have imagined that. Yeah, I think there was a throwing. Okay, I didn't take super detailed. I think, I guess that first slap, I was like, whatever, not worth, not noteworthy. But then later I was like, wow, there's a lot of slapping in this. Oh no, my note was <laughs> slapping is back. <laughs> I don't remember all the slapping in the other one. Um. Anyway, so he starts running to I don't know what and... Uh, there's a girl who's his friend and I did not write her name down, but she's like running and she's like, Camille, Camille. And he's like, don't call me Camille. I don't want to, uh, people are going to find out that's my name. Oh, that's also, I was also wondering if he was like undercover because of that. Yeah. Part. I was wondering of, of that too, but it's, it turns out that it's just that, uh, he, he has a girly name. I, guess. I think she's really annoying by the way. We Fa, all suffer under is. the patriarchy, you know? Her name is Fa Yui-ri, and uh, yeah. she was so annoying. The whole few episodes, she's just like, where are you? What are you doing, Camille? Where are you going? And I was like, can you just ask him is, quietly? Is she? Who is she supposed to be? Is she his sister or something? Uh, she's like a family Fa, friend kind of deal. Yeah, she was in love with him. Oh. Okay, so not a sister. <laughs> I Hopefully not. Because um, she was talking to... Her mom, his mom, there's a mom there. I don't know. Anyway, they're, oh, they race to like his car. He ba They go to his car and he, ta he takes his car somewhere. He takes a space train. He takes like a space train to some space port. Yeah. And the port says in like a major part of the terminal. Did you, did you see what it said? Uh, no. It said, welcome green. Green spelled G-R-E-A-N, and it really fucked with my head for a while. Why? I was just like, what are you saying? What is that supposed to say? Like, welcome home or something? Welcome to space? Mm. And I just Googled it, and no one... No, Google just sent me to... Yeah, I don't know what... Well, I th I'm pretty sure it says welcome green. I don't know what it means. G-R-E-A-N? Yeah. Well, the colony's green Noah one. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it probably is supposed to be welcome to green Noah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it's so funny. It just says welcome Gran. <laughs> Gran. Green. Um, yeah, so they go there's a ship called Temptation. That's Captain Bright's ship. That's a crazy name for that's a crazy porn name for a ship. Temptation? Yeah. I think it's fine. I think it's good. But anyway, so he, I don't know, he wanted to watch the ship or something. Um, also, meanwhile, um, Quattro is like, I think I think this is when he says that something out there feels like Amaro, like he feels Amaro Ray. Mm -hmm. He feels him out there. Um, also, new types are still a thing because they're talking about new types. And there's some asshole that's like, uh, Camille, I didn't think he was a boy. And then Camille overhears that and then goes to be, it's, he's a Titan guy and he goes to like yep. beat the shit out of this guy. It's really funny. He hits him, but they're in zero G. So he flies backwards too. Mm -hmm. 
Um, all he says, by the way, the Titan, he just hears Camille and goes, oh, I didn't think that would be a boy's name. Like, he doesn't really... I, I, but he was... Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't I didn't get really get it as, like, bullying either, but he did... I don't know. He kind of sounded like a jerk. Okay, maybe he was He sounded jerk, like a just, jerk, and okay. Camille is so fucking sensitive about it. Way too sensitive about it. You, you, every time he says it, he's probably like, come on, come on, who's going to do it? Who's <laughs> yeah. going to say it? Because it's, it's, it's like, Camille, it's fi- if it's a girl's name, who cares? Like... <laughs> Who cares if people think you're a girl at first? It's fine. Chill out. As a boy, that's like impossible. Especially a boy in the 80s? No way. But then they meet you and they, they're they like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, they might in their head be like, why, also, why is his why, name Camille? Why is his name Camille then? Like if, it's, if people think it's a girl's I don't, name. I, I, there's no nickname that works. No, Cam. Cam is a great nickname for a guy. Cam? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Cam is a great nickname for well, a guy. Well, in, in their Japanese language, it'd be, his name would be Kam. Kamu. That's bad. Kami. No. Kami's bad. Why not? It sounds like a girl at that point. M- Mil- Millie. Millie? Yeah, Mill. That's a girl's name. Mill. Mill? Mill. I don't know. Cam, Mill, Mil- Mili. Okay. <laughs> Milo, just Milo, go, Milo, Milo, Milo. You can you can get Milo I think he from that. Should have just changed the name to like Camillo or he should, something. He should have just changed it to Camillo. Camillo. Or like Brent. No, Cameron, <laughs> Cameron, Cameron. Cameron, yeah. Cameron is gender neutral, I think. Mm. Is it? Cameron, Cameron is yeah. Cameron Diaz. Oh, yeah, you're right. I can only think of Cameron the rapper. There's Cam. Well, there's Cameron, which is oh. a guy's name. But, but then I you think, have to wear pink. But I think Cameron is a. Is gender neutral. Okay. What's a yeah. Cameron song, guys? I didn't listen to the rap back then. Cameron? He does uh, Hey Ma and he does Stupid. Mm-hmm. Oh Boy. No, I love Hey Ma. I love that song. The beat on Oh Boy is fun. Yeah, and then and he does Oh Boy. And I had the album when I was 12 or whatever. <laughs> Whenever that album came out, I had the album. Because okay. I liked I liked Oh Boy. I liked Oh Boy. And then Hey Ma came out and I was like, this is my favorite song. And I, t- and I bought the album. <laughs> that Hey Ma song. I remember just hating it and feeling like, I don't know what everyone's talking about. And this song feels like it's all these people recognizing each other. And I don't get it. Don't They're get having it. a conversation. Well, I didn't do that. He's trying to pick up a girl. <laughs> all right. I can. I know all of the lyrics, so I can tell you all about it. But I'm, I guess I won't Let's not do, that. do it because this is not a Cameron podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. It's good though. Anyway, uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about he fights the Gundam, gu- the, the the Titan the guys. Titan, yeah, um, yeah. He punches the blonde, and someone else is like, "How dare you punch a Titan?" And I don't. A bunch of stuff happens that I did. I didn't write every little thing down, so I think we need someone else to recap because I don't really remember. Um. We'll just yeah, I don't have many more. Yeah, but then I don't know what happens after that. I know at some point he's with uh like a cop and he kicks the cop in the head. <laughs> yeah, he gets arrested basically. Um. Yeah, military police pick him up. Uh, and then yeah, he he hits that guy after like, then like, they're freeing him to go because his mom showed up and his mom has a lawyer and they're letting him go. But then when he's free, he hits the fucking officer again mm-hmm. or something. Or he kicks him, actually. Yeah. Which is very funny. I don't know. Is that still episode one when that happens? Yeah. That's still okay. episode one. And while all of that is happening, um, that guy, Shikwatro and Oh, two he sneaks other... onto the 
he sneaks onto the ship, right? Yeah, he's sneaking onto the colony. I think because they're they're doing reconnaissance because they heard that there's a new Gundam there and some other new spaceship. Quattro and the other guys, yeah. Yeah. But Um, they steal it, right, don't they? They manage to steal it because, like, I I couldn't tell whether this was caused by Quattro infiltrating the colony, but a Gundam fucking falls on the building where he's getting interviewed. And yeah. So that commotion lets him escape. Yeah. 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 Thankfully, they don't show you like all the people that would have been reduced to red paste. Yeah. I think it was um, just an accident. I don't think it had anything to do with the. It was an accident. Yeah. And they do stress later. They're like, well, thank God it wasn't a residential building. But, yeah. you know, people must have died. And the guy flying it was just like, well, I was trying to avoid a residential building. I was like, you're still a moron. We don't know how hard it is to fly those things. That's true. They should just only put new types. But it didn't seem like, like, okay, so by the end of this, Camille runs away from this interview and then, like, circles back and steals the Gundam that had fallen on the building. Mm-hmm. And the, none of the Titans seem, like, abashed by this. That they, Wait, does on their he steal watch, the one that fell? I think he doesn't steal the one that fell. He steals a different one. Oh, you're right, you're right. Well, he, he pilots a different one. And twice in these episodes, I don't know if it was in the first episode or just twice over the course of these first three episodes, I have to wonder to myself, how can they not shut down a launch before yes. the pilot takes off? It's incredibly easy to steal a Gundam. Yeah. yeah. It, like he doesn't need a security passcode to get in or whatever. He just needs to slip by someone. And then once he's in there, they can't unlock it. They can't shut him down. It, nothing. It's, nothing. If it was flying away, I get it. You can't do shit about it, even though... You wonder if they could have tractor beam security or something. But yeah, it's just so weird that he's in there and they're like, no, wait, stop. Yeah, don't he shouldn't please. even know how. <laughs> please His don't training steal our shit super should be totally different. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't even the Gundam. The first Gundam, it was like, okay, well, I don't know. I guess in both cases, their dads worked on the project and he said he hacked his dad's computer um, yeah. or that he got data files off his dad's computer. This is the Gundam Mark II, by the way. And while like looking up some stuff about this series, apparently there is something called a Zeta Gundam. That's why the words in this title are different, is because instead of a mobile suit Gundam, it's the Zeta Gundam that is a mobile suit. Ah. Um, but they were like they were really planning this series and they spent all this time on the design of the Zeta Gundam and the way it works, like it transforms or something. So they were like, okay, well, in the first chunk of the series, we can't introduce it. So it doesn't show up until, I think, after episode 20. Oh, wow. We don't see the Zeta Gundam. Why Why did they want to wait to introduce it? Well, apparently they were still working on it. Oh, really? So they, they, they just came out with it and they were still working on what the Gundam would look like and stuff. Okay. I, I think so. I mean, this is just from the Wikipedia article about the series. Mm. Um. Some of the wiki article reads like a person who's a huge fan of the show and is including a bunch of stuff mm. that, uh, and there's some fun things where they include notes that people found from like early production. Mm. And one of them is, What is missing? What do you really want to do? Uh, the creator is asking himself like what he would do with a second series. But then he also has an idea of something that goes beyond new type and it's called Gather Stime. Okay. By the it's way, like we're in Ep the... 2 now when he steals the Gundam. Okay. Like his 
Oh, he steals the Gundam in Ep two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but okay, but um, Camille steals a car and and like gets like he escapes. He's like he's he's fighting a cop and then he escapes. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. And then he steals oh, the talk- Gundam. Oh, you talked about that. Okay. Oh, right. You're talking about him stealing the Gundam. Got it. Right, got it. Right, got it. Right. Got it. Got it. He's, he steals the Gundam. No one's able to stop him. But then not only does he steal the Gundam Mark II, he communicates okay. with the guys that are from a Yug that blew a hole into the colony. Yeah, and at the end of episode he one, he basically is a traitor. Like he goes he off traitor. and joins the other team. Yeah, he's he's defecting from the Earth Federation forces because he hates the Titans, and somehow he he implicitly trusts or assumes that these guys just exist to kill the Titans too. Such a gr- like he just holds a grudge against them for being like jerks about his name. Or he doesn't. Whatever. These guys could be insane people who just want to kill all Earthlings, and he's yeah. like, yeah, I'm I because you don't like my bullies. Yeah, I'm gonna just join with you. The enemy of my enemy. But the, but he's like putting his parents at risk, which is uh, yeah, crystallized. Well, I w- I wanted I was wondering about that because aren't don't his parents like work? What are they scientists or something? Don't yeah, they, they both work on this. Don't they work for the the side that he now wants to fight against? Correct. Like, mm-hmm. get your parents out of there. Like you're you. Like, what are you doing? This child is stupid. Very impulsive. Yes, he's stupid. And it's uh, it goes right back to our, our central theme here. You should not let Gundams be so easily stealable. Mm-hmm. But any, Evang- any little kid can go and... This is why in Evangelion, you had to be able to bind with the soul of Evangelions in order to fucking take off or control them at all. Well, not anybody can pilot a Gundam, right? You have to be a special boy. No, I think anybody can pilot it technically, but to but some like, people are good at it, better at it. It you yeah, should like even think, be able to like start the engine without yeah. like clearance. Yeah, I think some asshole could at least like get it to move and then crash immediately, like the dumbass mm-hmm. who slammed it into the building. Mm-hmm. Um, so he joins up with the other guys, and then he's like, "You want to steal these these Mark II Gundams? Let's do it." And he like. He goes to the guy that like was bullying him or whatever, who's like still in the Mark II Gundam that's embedded in a building, and he makes him get out. And when he's in his hand, he's like, "I hate Titans so much." And I was like, "Please do not try to squish this guy. That'd be fucked up." But he does put him on the ground nicely, and then he helps them escort the Mark II Gundam out. And uh, yeah, it, like thank you. It, I think. I had this problem with Amuro Ray too, where I just like wasn't that into the protagonist. Yeah, people praise this show because it, it apparently gets really dark themes and they like its characters. But yeah, it's a little like I was like, I just I kinda like Char. I like I like Bright and those <laughs> I like people. Char. And I I hate seeing Captain Bright get like slapped around and like shit on yes. by the Titans. I'm glad he's back at least. That's, but that's one thing that like they they don't make the titans look good and you like understand why he he hates the titans so much like you could tell that mm. they're very bad and evil but yeah. it was still dumb to jack the gundam yeah that's really the, the worst thing that it's like oh my god this super special boy um and it's like just because he's like a a more badass rebellious type it's like i still don't like him he still seems immature but that's the thing. This is a series for children, for mm, teens, true. young teens. And that's the thing I was saying was that like with Legend of the Galactic Heroes, it's like more mature and blah, blah, blah. But we're old. We're adults. And that's yeah. what happened. But yeah. I think we're even like, so old. So we just like old people shit. But I think even 12 year olds might be like, this kid is dumb. 
I don't know. Would they? Maybe. I I remember thinking kids were dumb for being impulsive when I was a teenager. But so. you also were probably dumb and impulsive for some of the time you were a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to be consistent. <laughs> um. Anyway. I never stole a Gundam, though. Come on. I w- yeah, I would. I would think a little bit before stealing a Gundam okay. and then fighting for a, a in a war with like a different faction. Okay, guys. So we're we're past the whole. We can't do this meme anymore. Of like, you wouldn't steal a Gundam, right? Like, we can't have that like fake anti movie piracy PSA. Yeah, I think I think we should have that. We should have it say, "You wouldn't steal a Gundam" in that same font, and behind it is just Camille Bidon staring. <laughs> I will say I liked. Maybe you should say I, you would steal a gun. To, I liked how dark the show got at the end of episode three. I I think it like <laughs> oh not you that I was like children. yeah that's amazing. I just was like oh okay this is a this is a pretty serious show. Mm. Yeah, and that's people think that it's an improvement over the original in part because it has darker themes. And I oh, uh, I have mixed feelings about the fact that his mom didn't get like sucked inside out. You know. You wanted to see know. the goop inside of her? I think I wanted to see some goop mm-hmm. and an inside-out mom. Mm. No, I don't think they would do that, nor do I think it needs to be that graphic. That's but. what the sequel to Inside Out is. The little girl gets uh, sucked into space. Oh, God. Yeah. That's horrible. Pixar's um, fucked up, man. They really are. Uh, I wrote down uh, that... Uh, I, I call him, like, Kami here, Kami, uh, but I wrote uh, Camille is a nepo baby because because like they yeah. keep, they keep bringing that up that uh they're like oh no his parents are important so we got to leave him alone, <laughs> but which does add a little bit of believability the fact that he's like I read on my dad's computer yeah what I could do but it just makes this federation dumber and dumber that they just leave data around they leave their Gundams unlocked. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, everybody keeps saying that like Camille gives them Amaro vibes. Like that comes up a couple times. Too. Yeah, very early in this series, they're like new types are a thing; they can feel each other. Yeah, but specifically Amaro, I wonder why that is. Like, do we do we know of any connection that this guy has to that this kid has to Amaro? What happened to Amaro? So you guys, I guess I don't know what happened to Amaro. I don't know how much more of this series we'll end up watching, but I I told you who Quattro Bagina is. Uh, when we first talked about silly names or whatever. I'm pretty sure I told you who oh, that was. Really? Yeah, Quattro is Shar Aznable. Oh, oh, really? I didn't catch that. I was just like, he looks exactly like Shar Aznable. Yeah, even he's like... Just, he's the, just going by a really stupid name now? If you look up the show, I don't know if it was on Anime News Network or, or my anime list, but it tells you uh, that like in the summary, the first few lines, it's like, oh, and... Char Azabel, who is now going by Quattro Bagina. Okay. Yeah, so, so that's why he's wondering about Amaro and Lala soon. Right. Because he only, he doesn't really get the whole new type thing. He just knows that he gets these vibes from people. Mm-hmm. So he's like, why am I getting this similar premonitory, is that a phrase? Feeling. Um, so it's cool because it's like Char is kind of on the good guy team in this series. Well, you know? Yeah, that's true. I And honestly, he's like, He's a pretty fleshed out villain in the first one. Yeah. And we don't know where, where his loyalties lie at all. Like he's a Zeon, but he's not totally loyal to them. Like he, he very much has his own agenda. So it's not yeah. surprising that he's up to some new tricks now. Yeah. Um, 
And it explains why he's a good pilot. And it is funny how often people are like, a red mobile suit? Like the red comet? Well, that's mm. why I was like, that made me less certain that it was Char because it was just like, ah, uh, it worked on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you're like, you wouldn't obviously tip your hand. Yeah. If you had a royal flush. Why is but he it, going, why is, why, why is he going by a different name, but like not, like is he trying to disguise himself? I think people know him as a legendary Zeon and no one likes Zeon at this point because they're the defeated power. You can't be like, oh, my name's uh, Heinrich Himmler, but I'm nice now. <laughs> you can't do that. Quattro Bagina though. Yeah, I don't know where he got all that that from or why he didn't realize it sounds Also, weird. he doesn't own, you know, having a red mobile suit. I bet I a lot of people jumped on that bandwagon after the war. Yeah, whatever the fuck they are in the third episode of the Gal Bandy group or whatever, I think they have red ships. Yeah. Something. I was like, uh-oh. Oh, you guys said red in the beginning. I should have said red. That's the whole thing. <laughs> the only color Every, that matters. Everything is red. Yeah. We've uh, been red pilled. Okay. That's why we said red. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Are we in rep episode three yet? He, at, at the end of episode two, he joins the crew, I think. The, 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 the rebels, whatever they're called. Let me check my episode two notes. He's very petty. Because when he steals the Mark II, we forgot that when he is in the Mark II before he joins the AU guys, he isn't trying to fly away or whatever. He looks to find the military commander that hit him and beat him up uh, and he tries like scaring him with the Gundam weapons he like fires the machine guns at this mm. commander guy uh, and then at petty. some point Camille says something he says something that made him nostalgic and I was like you're 12 how are you nostalgic I think space in general made him feel nostalgic I think that's what it was oh and also when he his ship has an air leak in it, and he pulls something out from under his shirt, and that stops the leak, and I have no yes. fucking idea what that was. It's like a, like a handkerchief. Yeah. It seemed like not enough to actually plug an air hole with. Yeah, it's like smart to just let it go, and like, yeah, the, the leak is where it's going to be sucked to, but yeah, I don't know. He, leak, he seals it, and then like the other guys that are just meeting him are like, oh, is your air leak good? And he's like, yeah. Um, yeah, we're on episode three now. Yeah. Oh, wait, they do call him Lieutenant Quattro. So I'm wondering if his first name is really Bagina and his last name is Quattro. Okay. Mm. That's also still funny because then it just sounds like it's a razor for your Bagina. <laughs> My Bagina Quattro. Hmm. I think with a last name like Quattro, you got to be careful with like having it because that's, you know, I don't know. Bagina, first name four. Bagina. Last name big guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did notice by this point that the eye catches where they're like and they show the the title of the show it's a white Gundam mm -hmm. so I was like well the, the newest Gundam they've been showing us is black yeah. so I'm guessing that Gundam is, is going to be the eventual Zeta Gundam mm -hmm. um, I like the black Gundams they look cool yeah that's the thing is like even though I'm saying all this stuff about we're adults and so we like some of the stuff in Galactic Heroes more, I am a little like, oh, what's the new robot? You wouldn't know, you want that part of me. Wouldn't you want a black Gundam for space so it's harder to see? Uh, yeah, but then what about your allies? They got to see you too. I guess. And if you have a striking design, then 
people in space are going to be scared of you. They're like, oh, fuck, that's the mm-hmm. red guy. And you've banned everyone else from using red. So, except the Galbaldi, whatever the fuck that is. The Galbaldi beta. It's just a mobile suit. That wasn't an enemy faction. I thought it was a totally different enemy. No. I was confused by this series about who was in what faction and why they weren't easy to pronounce names except Titans. Maybe only one person should be allowed to have a red Gundam for ease. I don't know. I don't think they can make rules. They're too divided. Let's move on. It's all a big toy commercial anyway. Oh, sorry. Another red mobile suit. I didn't look up red mobile suits or anything. I just... Sorry. At one point, they mentioned Rick Diaz. And I was like, that's a regular sounding name. I was like, who is that? That rings a bell. And I look it up. Rick Diaz is the name of the mobile suit that Char slash Quattro uses. So humans in this universe have the dumbest names and a robot suit is named Rick Diaz. That's silly. It's hilarious. (laughs) And I love it. Rick Diaz. He's inside Rick Diaz. Yeah, a guy named Rick Diaz, they'd be like, you can't pilot that. You have to get in a Galbaldi. We can't do a hat on a hat type of deal. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, what is episode three? Uh, there's a lady named Lila. It is Leela, Leela Mila Rira. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wrote down some guy and Leela. Then I wrote Bright. Then I wrote they're on Gripes. Grips. Yeah, Grips is, it's like another name for something that might be like Green Noah's name. Yes. Like Green Noah one is really called Grips. Yeah, it's some sort of just pejorative of, for yes, Green Grips. Noah. I don't know why. Ah. Okay, did you, I thought that Char was wearing a ridiculous thing in this episode. Like, the. I couldn't tell if he was wearing like a cutoff muscle shirt but he just, the sleeves are flesh colored. I, I hope that's not what it is. I thought of it as like, it's like a suit, but the sleeves are, don't exist. Okay. I think it's that. It like It's sort of like how dresses, like ladies dresses used to all have sleeves. Mm-hmm. And then at a certain point in like the 90s or something, they were like, no, no dress should have sleeves. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. And now to see like someone in a dress with sleeves, you feel weird. But they're like, what if dudes could do that too? What if dudes could go sleeveless in formal wear? Yeah. Either way, it looked weird and I don't know which is better. Yeah, because it, it, it does feel weird for him to still be wearing a big helmet and like those white goggles or whatever he wore in the original. But I really do like the 80s like shaggy hair with the sunglasses. It's a very threatening combo. Enormous you know? sunglasses. Yeah. I think it's a I think it's a powerful move. The sleeve situation, I'm mixed on. Yeah. I I mean, yeah, he's a babe. Let's be honest. Yeah. Jackie, can you agree with that? I don't know. I didn't really notice the outfit change. But is he a babe? I'll say sure. I'll agree with Miles. What? Miles Miles has good taste. Okay. <laughs> but I don't. Well, what did you say? I agreed with him, and then you went, I agree with Miles. But Miles, <laughs> Miles said it first. Miles originated it. So. Miles is the one who proposed the idea. Okay. We are all just either agreeing or disagreeing. No one else is called Chara, babe. No one else. You're the one. This is your, like, theory. <laughs> yeah. 
Char is a babe. Okay. There's more fights in this episode. Uh, I forget why, though. I don't know why I wrote down that everyone is getting clobbered. I wrote down Lady Gundam Gall Baldi. Mm-hmm. What Gal-baldi. is that? Gall Baldi is a mobile suit. And a red a lady mobile suit. Is in, is in one of them. Yeah, and she opted for red, which is a real dick move. <laughs> Gall Baldi is a bad name. Gall Baldi? It's a bad name. It's just, yeah. it's just, I don't know. It sounds kind of gross. It sounds like gold bladder. Or like a ball gag or something. Yeah. Does it not sound like that? I'm sorry. It does sound like ball gag now that you say that. Yes. So what is ha- like what happened at the beginning? They she's on a ship called the Bosnia. Oh yeah. And they're tracking a ship that turns out to be the AUG guys. Right. And we start to see that this very evil fucking not Krang, but the bald guy that houses Krang in his body in Ninja Turtles. That's what this guy, Commander Jamaican, looks like. Jamaican. Jamaican is his name. Thankfully, thank God, he is a white character. Um, He's not why Jamaican. is his name? Well, he could be Jamaican, I guess. I don't. Maybe. I'm sorry. His name is Jamaican Denningham. Jamaican me crazy. Jamaican Denningham. <laughs> is this him? I don't know. The Wikipedia list of episodes from Zeta Gundam. I should have prepped and found like a fan Gundam. The guy you're thinking of is Basque Om. Basque Om. Okay, I guess the commander authorizes it, but Basque Om is a disgusting, horrible person who looks like the one bald guy from Turtles. Uh, he's it looks telling... like he, he has a bunch of extra skin on his head. It's yeah. not good. Like oh you God, could like if you Google clump it up, you know what I mean? If you Google Basque Alm, someone did like a very realistic looking like clay model of him and it's upsetting to look at. All right, I won't look um, at Yeah. He's like talking about how like, he's like, oh yeah, bring in the kid's parents. We should talk to, because they know who it is now. They know that it's Camille, be Don. Uh, so he brings in the parents and you know something bad is going to happen with the parents. Um, I thought he was going to threaten them that he's going to kill the child. Mm. But ultimately, it's the other way around where he's going to use the parents as like a bargaining chip to make the kid do what he wants. But uh, he does he underestimates how fucking impulsive this kid is. Um, and uh, yeah, because it's like the Titans, including a girl named Emma Sheen. Which is like, a, that's a name. You could yeah. have that name. That's a regular, yeah, regular name, ass yeah. name. It sounds also like your name is M Machine, but it's fine. Mm. Um, and she's like, he's like, oh yeah, there's going to be a capsule that's following you. And you need to do something while the capsule's following you. And they're like, what is it? Can we assume it's like a bomb or something? And he's like, yeah, it's like a bomb. Um, and that ends up being why one of the Titans shoots at it. Because they think it's going to blow up and damage Amuro. But, and it does damage him in a way. But that's because it kills his mother. Amuro? Ouch. Uh, sorry, not Amuro. Camille. Camille. Camilla? Sorry. Camille. Hmm. What else happens? Yeah, so the, it's basically like the Titans are dumbasses that only believe in like real power, like violence and war. And so they want to use his parents as hostages and they want to try and negotiate the return 
of the Gundam Mark IIs. And it is funny because I feel bad for Quattro and the other guys because they're like, oh man, this kid helped us and now they're going to fucking try and negotiate with him. But like, if anything, they're just going to be like, hey man, like, like, you know what I mean? As a faction, aren't they just going to have to let the kid go? Like to be like, you can have the kid back if that's what they want. Mm-hmm. Or if if they're like, we're going to kill his parents unless you give the Gundams back. Aren't they going to have to be like, dude, we're not giving them back these Gundams. Like, fuck, sorry about your parents. Mm-hmm. That's on you. Yeah, that's they're your enemies. Fault. They don't care. What would you do? Would you give the robots back to save this child's family? Not if I was, you know, like Char. Mm. Miles, that's an excuse. You just tried to escape the scenario. If you really thought the Titans were like Nazi types, would you give back their robots? Yeah, I wouldn't give back the robots. It's war. Yeah, Come on. If you give back their robots, they're going to use their robots. But then you just you. are going to have a kid that's a powerful kind of psychic who's just sad and probably mad at you. Um, I think the sadness I think I makes them more powerful. So that it's not my fault. Like, because I'm not the that's one who true. killed his parents. They're the ones who put his parents in that position. Yeah, I guess if you just keep being like, we're not going to give him back, but please don't, please don't. Also, it is, I think it's 100% the kid's fault because you left your parents on the other side when you went went and fought for the other side. So mm-hmm. it's your fault for doing that. Like, yes. you knew where your parents were. I think um, you will ultimately blame the Titans. Yeah. See, I, I in this scenario, I envision... Uh, I mean, now that he's gone out there, it's going to be different. But if they just sat there, I feel like he's going to hate Quattro and those guys for not saving his parents. And then if he goes back to them, he's going to be like, you're right. The Ayug are awful. Um, you mean the Titans? But instead... Oh, no, never mind. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is that he's going to hate the Ayug for not whatever. Um, I think I think I think it's better if they're on opposite sides just for making the show interesting. Like, I feel like they... You gotta like people on both sides for to make Gundam more interesting. I think. Yeah, I think I think he is gonna stay too with the Ayug, or he's oh, about I'm, to enter I'm combat. Saying, I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying maybe he'll. I don't know. Fight against. Well, the I Ayug. like some people. I like the non-Titan Earth people, like Captain Bright. Okay. And his I was parents probably when they did beat him up. I did not like the scene where they beat the shit out of him, and they were like, "You're just a regular officer," and I didn't know what the, I was like. In what? Because the, the Earth Federation doesn't... I guess it's just the Earth Federation military? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It turns out if you give a bunch of... If you give a special title to all these guys and tell them they're a super elite unit and then also say you have to be born in a certain place to join the elite unit, they're going to turn out to be fascists. That's what's mm-hmm. going to happen. You're all special boys. Yeah, they're a little fashy. Um, yeah, and so I'm, I'm remembering the other details now looking at this summary. But basically, one of the Titans, a machine is given a handwritten letter that she is to deliver to the Ayug, and she doesn't read it herself. And the Titans tell this that kid, Jarid, Jared, the bully of Camille, like, hey, shoot the capsule if anyone tries to, to come back here. If they try to show any aggress- ag- like aggression or make some kind of... Uh... He said, it says here, if any rescue attempt is made... Mm. Um, they just say like shoot the capsule if anything starts to kind of look wrong mm-hmm. and so he thinks it's a bomb because like when they asked about it they're like yeah it's like a bomb um, but instead he shoots the mom and ironically it's like if the kid knew 
if they had told him quickly, like, that's your mom in there, then. But he he, and he kind of does hear that they have his parents hostage. But yeah, he just doesn't know that she's in the capsule. He only realizes it when he's close. Jared thinks, oh, he's trying to go back to our ship to rescue his parents. So I'm going to blow up the bomb, but it's not a bomb. It's weird. It's a weird setup. But ultimately, it's like the Titans are monsters. And Jared and Emma are dickheads, maybe, because they're part of the Titans. But they didn't mean for this to happen. And uh, Camille is a hothead idiot who rushes into things, uh, even when there's life or death stakes. Yeah. He doesn't stop to talk to these guys so he can learn that might be your mom in the capsule. Don't go out there, idiot. Pretty sad. Great image, though, of like the broken glass floating across space. Yeah. I don't know why they put Jared her in a little like glass dead. tube, though. Yeah. I guess it was like maybe to show proof of the, the hostage thing. Maybe. You know, to be like, look, we're not kidding. You could just send a video with like laser pistols at their backs or something, but. I would be so scared if I was in that little glass tube. Rightfully she so. She looked scared. Yeah. Um, this was messed up. Yeah. Yeah, it's messed up. I think that the show has potential, and it's unfortunate to hear that the summary movies change things and are not considered good, because with 79, I was like happy to watch the original, even though like talking about the characters here i'm like wait what happened to char at the end of gundam 79 i don't fucking know um i mean now i know eventually what happened but i would love there to be a short way to watch zeta gundam because i'm not watching 50 episodes um but i would like to see when it gets good like real good again i see potential and it looks i love the the art where does this rank among the Gundams? The Gunda? It's gonna see. it's gonna vary. Um depending on who you ask. I mean, here's a Reddit thread that's updated personal Gundam rankings now that G Witch is over. Is G Witch I thought it was Witch from Mercury? What is Yeah, that must be what they're referring to. Mobile Suit Gundam, the Witch from Mercury. So they're just saying Gundam Witch. Um so they ask people, so yeah. One uh, highly rated replies. Let's see. Yeah, two people in a row say Zeta Gundam's the best. Um, what have we seen? Also, we've seen regular. We've seen Zeta. We've seen Eighth MS Team. You did you finish Eighth MS Team? No, not quite. Okay, that's also very popular. We've seen G Gundam. Yes. Which, we've seen. Did we watch Iron Blooded Orphans for this? We saw some Iron-Blooded Orphans, which to me felt more like a regular shounen anime. It felt more like I was going to watch Attack on Titan or something. It didn't feel very politically... It didn't feel... I don't know. It felt just like any other anime in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, is that There it? is someone in this Reddit that has, as their number five, G Gundam. Uh, so shout outs to Plastic Garden. Um, but their number one is turn A. Yeah, people like turn A. Some people like seed. Wow, this person said they like Witch for Mercury the best. Gundam <sighs> Double Zero. I haven't but been yet. like blown away by any of them. I mean, obviously mm. the one we've seen the most is the original because we watched a version of the entire series. 
like even eighth MS team I thought was really, really good, but not enough for me to finish it. But but yet I'm still interested in like those newer ones to see if like because my problem with this show is I think one issue I have is that the fights are boring to me because they're kind of clunky to look at. And like a big part of the show is robots fighting. Mm. You know, like the the politics stuff is not as good as like this made me want to watch more Legend of Galactic Heroes. Yeah, I mean, I'm still open to trying some Gundams. Like, if 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 we could have a personal Gundam advisor who could be like, <laughs> I hear what you know, like a personal chef or like a travel agent to Gundams, just like a curator, someone who could tweak and say, oh, then you need to watch, say, Gundam Double Zero or Gundam Unicorn because that is a series, or uh, there's like Seed and Seed Destiny. I think Seed Destiny is like awful. I think that's one that people say like, don't fucking watch this but i could be wrong i'm sorry if that's a funny thing to say gundam fans did we watch gundam um, wing for this show wing gundam no but i think i'd really love to not do that yeah i hated that one yeah that was one that was like if i watched that as a kid i'd be like i'm never watching anime yeah <laughs> it just felt very kitty and all the gundams are like also dragons or other animals yeah. i think dumb stuff dumb um yeah i feel like i need to find someone who's like uh I don't know. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's like I want something that's close to Galactic Heroes in terms but with of with amazing fights, but with good fights. And I like some of the psychic stuff. It feels a little bit like, even though the even though the Force in Star Wars ended up kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, it was an was exciting cool. idea. Yeah, it was exciting too. That it was like it's sci-fi, but there's also a fantasy element mm-hmm. of like, what if you had all this tech and your brain was elevated, you know, and connected to something. Um, but look, we've seen three episodes of a 50 app series. I feel like, I hope this is not like Hunter Hunter where people are going to be like, you got to go to episode 40. Mm-hmm. That was the problem is you didn't go far enough. You let us know if there's some sort of bug thing we got to get to in, in uh, Gundam Zeta. Yeah, I'm interested, but it, it in some ways feels samey so far. Maybe it pivots, but uh, not yet. I give this show, I think I give it a P out of Z. Like, okay. like a, there's 26 letters in the alphabet. If this was your favorite anime, I think it's a Z out of Z. Oh. I think I, I want to watch Witch for Mercury. I want to let you know that M is the middle letter of the alphabet. It's 13. Okay. Mm-hmm. A would be a zero or a one. Okay. I, you guys, I'm, I'm noticing you're not giving letters. I don't know. I don't know what you're doing right now, Mark. Just give it, give it a, give it a rating. Okay. Okay. If, if A is the lowest and Z is the highest, what letter would you give admittedly the first three episodes? This scale is too big. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think of the numeric equivalent of mine. I just vibed it out. Okay, is this? Think? Does my scale need to be compared to other Gundams or Wait, all A is anime? the bottom? Yeah, yes. I didn't think that hard. Does it? Does what's the 
what's the bar? What am I comparing this to? Other anime or just your Gundam? feelings on it at all? It's stupid that Z is the best. Why? That's my, it's just just backwards from what we've grown up with in America. Well, it's this okay. is Zeta Miles, Gundam. I will tell you all, the whole alphabet backwards: Z Y X W V U T S R Q P O M N L K J I H G F E D C B A. Okay, Napa, Jackie's Napa not Napa drunk. Jackie's nope. kindergarten teacher made taught, her do useless things. Yeah, taught me how to do it, and it, it comes sometimes. She kept accusing you of being drunk. No, sometimes it's useful. It's mostly a party trick. <laughs> I think it's. I think okay. Let me think about this. I'm gonna say a G. A G. Yeah. <laughs> you, just, that, you just gave this show like a two out of ten. I thought you were just going on vibes, man. I'm gonna say K. Okay, a K. K is like four point something. I don't know, man. It was a little bit of a snoozer, in my opinion. Which is the I only one that matters but... on JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Yeah, where we just yours. watch the beginning of stuff. Yeah, or if people who like the show want to tell us, like, is there a moment that we should have gotten to or something? I would watch it on YouTube or something myself, alone. Alone. In private. Um, yeah, feel free to tell us that. Otherwise, um, yeah, it just didn't feel that different yet, guys. Sorry it's about that. It's been great talking about it, though. Yeah, it's been fun to talk about it, yeah. That's the point of the podcast. If we're not having fun on the podcast, we fucked up. Mm. Uh, do you guys want to talk about what we're watching next week? Do you sure. know? I do know. I have to Google the full title because I feel stupid. Uh, next week, we are going to be watching three episodes. Thanks to Patreon. We're going to be watching Free Ren Beyond Journey's End. This was some people's number one pick for best anime last year. Oh. Free Ren colon Beyond Journey's End. What's the genre? I don't think it's technically an isekai, but it's kind of like in that genre of classic RPG. Mm. Okay. I think. Mm. Okay. That'll be fun. Anyway, we'll talk to you guys then. Until then, if you want to talk to us. Let us know your personal Gundam ranking or tell us what moment in this show we we must find. We must see. You can tweet to us. We are at JJBpod. You can join our Discord. The link to join our Discord is in the description of this podcast episode. You can email us, jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You could probably just send us a message on Patreon too. Uh, that's patreon.com slash JJBpod. Until next time, We'll see you never. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.